Friday night here in the Tigers Avenue. What's up, everybody? Uh, it is Omaha time for the Tigers. And I'm looking forward to previewing it tonight. I'm looking forward to talking about it tonight. Omaha has kicked off in an awesome fashion. Uh, I mean, I can't think of a better way for Omaha to start than the way it did game one today. Um Really excited to watch this, and I'm so stinking excited that that LSU is a part of this. After today's game and saw what, seeing what happened, I'm just like, man, it's so much more fun when LSU gets to be a part of this. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. What up, TA family? How everyone doing tonight? See, that's that's always fun to see when, when you see someone say something like TA family. It's made this worth it, Zach. We've, I don't know, we've been doing this for over a year now, and finally – getting you know kind of a group of core uh, of viewers every show and seeing comments like that makes it a lot of fun appreciate you always being faithful to join the show robert um so zach it, it, yes i, I did you just see that virginia, yeah virginia said go ahead <laughs> virginia just hit the go ahead hit drove in a run from second um after cutting, uh, after Florida had just cut down a run at home plate, um, Virginia gets a hit, and takes the lead two to one on the Gators. Uh, so, um, for all you folks here out tonight, I see Robert in here, I see Tiger in sports in here. What's up, Peyton? Good to see you, man. Appreciate you joining in. As always, I think Ryan was in here earlier, said he was hopping on to say Happy Father's Day. Hope you have a blessed weekend. Happy Father's Day to you as well, Ryan. I uh, hope you have a great weekend as well. I see your comment here. Let me go ahead and throw that up. Just popping in here, say, say, hey, and happy Father's Day to y'all, and have a blessed weekend. Sorry, I can't make the live stream because I'm spending time with my sons. I did like and tweet. Appreciate it, Ryan. We really appreciate it. And, of course, um, go spend time with your sons, man. It's Father's Day weekend. Uh, enjoy your time with them. We, I fully understand that. Um, appreciate you hopping in and, and, and doing what you did though. Uh, Virginia just got another hit and drives in another run. It is three to one Virginia over Florida. That is two, two RBIs, uh, for Virginia on two outs in the top of the seventh. All right. Zach is back in here. All right, guys, we're going to do a little Omaha preview tonight. Uh, we'll obviously talk about some of, you know, the bracket in general. Uh, I think we have to. Um, we'll talk about LSU's yeah. game tomorrow night, obviously. Um, we'll give you our tools for success and some recruiting updates because old BK and company been busy here lately. 
uh, and Jay Johnson is already uh, hitting the portal early. Um, and some big names in the portal uh, as of late, um, some names that you definitely need to be looking for um, that I'm sure uh, someone like Jay Johnson would be interested in. Um, and we will discuss those as well. Zach, what are your thoughts here on this Friday night, the dawn, the dawn of 2023 College World Series? What are your thoughts going into this as LSU is participating this year? Um, well, the first thing to me that I've that I have uh, been saying, and it's a little negative, so I'm sorry, but <laughs> man, it sucks. It sucks to be on the the bracket that we're in, like. I understand Florida and Virginia or Roberts, and they're all good, but dude, I'd much rather be in that bracket. That's for sure. Oh, no, no question. No that no is question. for sure. Like, <laughs> well, dude, yeah. we're in we're in the a bracket with Tennessee, Stanford, and Wake Forest. Oh my! If you, God. If you win it all, if LSU makes it to the final, they earned it. They earned it. They for sure earned it. They whoever, earned whoever makes it, it, whoever makes it out of that. I bracket. think I, I I won't say by far, but the bracket LSU is in is much tougher, uh, in my oh, opinion. No. No and doubt. not just because Wake Forest in there. Like, Tennessee, who's not yeah. even the national seed, is an extremely, extremely tough out. And Stanford as well with, you know, the guy that can throw, like, 200 pitches a game apparently. Um, well, like, I, mean, I mean, it's just it's tough. Tennessee's the only team that isn't a top eight in our bracket. <laughs> they're, the only so, one. they're the only one. They're the only one in our bracket that's uh, not a top it's brutal. eight. Brutal. On the other on the other side, you know, we we, we obviously had a, a game already finished today. TCU goes down to Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts with a massive, massive ninth inning. I mean, you pretty much thought it was over, you know, heading into the ninth. Yeah. They were down. They were down by three runs. You figured it'd be over, and they score four runs at the top of the ninth to come back. Uh, and then they they have their closer, who's one of the best closers in the nation, fifteen saves on the year, and he shuts it down. Um, which he kind of struggled. With. He did struggle in the eighth. He he's, struggled he's the one who, the who gave up the runs in the eighth. That's correct. And then came back um, and got two on, but he he he's, he got it done. His offense back. Really, really came. exciting, exciting game. Um, yeah, it was. We, we, I mean, I know we talked on group message about that play the shortstop made, which was just insane. Uh, oh, TCU the, sli- shortstop, the sliding, yeah. the sliding pick and and throw to first, which was just incredible. Wow. It was it was amazing, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Reagan. Um, tomorrow, you know, we got to wait a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna be antsy all day because well, I got to wait all day to watch the game. Yeah, and now we got stinking. It looks like we're going to deal with some weather, which yeah, LSU has yet like to avoid this postseason. It might Gosh. end up being 8 p.m. whenever they finally play. Who knows? I mean, regionals, super regionals. Now we're here in Omaha, and it just man, when Paul Schemes is pitching, it's like. Weather just trying, shows up. trying to get us out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on, Lord. Let's uh help us out here a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Get these brutal. clouds out somewhere else. <laughs> I don't I don't understand it, but it, nonetheless, uh Tigers are playing tomorrow. Knock on wood, man. Yeah. Let's hope so. Uh hopefully it doesn't get pushed. I, I mean, I, I would imagine they're gonna try to work around making sure that they get both games in tomorrow. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, yeah, looking forward to it, Reagan. I gotta admit, I'm a little nervous. Um, you know, Skeens has pitched phenomenal all season long, uh, and he's gonna have a 
He's going to have a tough matchup with the Tennessee hitters who are hot right now. Um, LSU's going to have a tough matchup with uh, it's, it's Lindsay, right? I'm going blank. Probably going to be Lindsay. Yeah, it's probably going to be Lindsay. We're assuming it's going to be what's his first name? I'm going blank on his first name. It's not uh, Philip. You can look What's that up for me real, real quick while, while I uh, discuss it. But you're probably going to face Lindsey tomorrow. I, I know probably a lot of people thought maybe it was going to be Doe Lander. Maybe Tennessee throws their best arm. We'll see. But uh, fully expect Lindsey uh, to be starting tomorrow night, who's been pitching really, really well. I mean, the whole reason – Andrew Lindsey. Andrew Lindsey. So the whole reason that Tennessee has kind of been on the streak is because – they finally kind of switched some things up pitching wise. They moved Doe Lander to yeah, the yeah. game two as to the game two starter, pulled Lindsay out of the pen, put Chase Burns back in the put Chase Burns back in the bullpen. And ever since then, they've been really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, so I am a little nervous about it. We'll see how things go tomorrow. But also there's a part of me that feels like LSU's just been dominant this whole postseason. Um, in the regional and in the super regional, part of me feels like they're going to come out. They're going to go out there and just do what needs to be done. Um, so I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find out. But looks like you got Baby Luca with you tonight again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is his this is his nap time, and he ah. he likes to be held by me uh, when he's with his mama. Ah. When he's with his mama, he's trying to do other things. So yeah, to, it's it's hard to get him to sleep when he's with mama. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's sleepy time, so that's right. He's, he's that's being right. good, though. He's being good. Hope, hopefully, he'll keep that pass in his mouth. But, <laughs> um, yeah, happy Father's Day to me. This happy is- Father's Day, Reagan. By the way, Thank we you. should Thank I guess you. say that. Happy Father's Day to you. <laughs> happy Father's Day to our dad. Uh, I might try to Absolutely. see if I can see. I, I might try to see if I can get him on the show here uh, later tonight. We'll see if I can bring yes. him on. Happy up. Father's Day to dad as well, and to all uh, you guys. Father's- who are our fathers in the comment section who are watching. Happy Father's Day to all of you. Uh, Virginia finally got their inning over. It is four to 4-1 Virginia. Heading Going to the, the bottom, bottom of the seventh. Interesting. Um, I kind of thought – got to be honest, I kind of thought Florida was going to like kind of own that bracket. Uh, I – see, see, I hate – I feel like everybody's going to be like, oh, well, it's 4-1 to one now. Obviously, you're going to pick Virginia. But I really was going, in all seriousness and honesty, I am. I was going to pick Virginia to come out of that bracket. Wow! Um, so you think they're going to be one of the two, one of the two teams in the final? I do. I think Virginia is going to win that bracket. I, I do. Um, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick Florida. with my guess. I'm gonna stick with my guess and say Florida comes out on, on top. Which I mean, we'll it's see. only the seventh inning. Florida oh, still the seventh has inning. I'll stick with my – but yeah. I do think it's one of these two teams. I yeah, do Florida, Florida's, Florida's got teams. three more at-bats, so it's not over with by any stretch of the imagination. Um, yeah, they, they got can, Jack Caguillon on their team, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, and Wyatt Langford and BT yeah, Rivera. Yeah, Rivera. They, they, can, they can turn that uh, this to a tie game, you know, the bottom of the seventh. Um, so, yeah, with the LSU game tomorrow night, I guess I'll start there. Um Obviously, I think Paul Skeens is going to go. I, I don't see why you wouldn't pitch Paul Skeens. Um, if if he decides to pitch somebody else other than Paul Skeens, I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to trust what Jay Johnson decides to do uh, because he's done very well as of late uh, with all the decisions he has made. So whatever decision he makes, I'm cool with it. If he runs Thatcher Hurt out there, I'm riding with it. If he rides Floyd out there, I'm I'm riding with it. So. 
If it's schemes, cool. Like, if we had to guess, obviously, it's game one. It's probably the most important game in Omaha yeah, uh, to win your first game. You would have to guess most likely Skeens is going to be on the mound. But if not, I'm cool with it, really. Um, whatever whatever Jay thinks is best for this team, he knows this team better than anybody. And um, if he runs someone out there other than Skeens, I am not going to melt down. I am not going to be upset about it. Uh, I'm going to ride with it and let him make the decisions because he's coach. All that being said, I fully expect it to be Skeens. Um, I like the matchup. Um, it's not in Alex. See, see, here's one thing that I've been seeing people say. Well, LSU is not going to be in Alex Box anymore. They're not going to be in Alex Box anymore. This is Omaha. Um, <clears throat> but – you know, and they had all the momentum from super regional and regional being at Alex Box, but at the yeah. same time, I promise you, there's going to be plenty of LSU fans there. And I don't For think sure. I, I don't probably going to be the, the the biggest fan base there. The majority, oh, ab- no question. Uh, out of all eight teams, LSU, I, I would fully expect LSU probably has the most there, and. So that being said, I don't think the atmosphere is going to be lacking in favor of LSU. Um, I think that our bats are clicking at just the right time. I think the lineup that we are running out there right now is just working beautifully uh, with Pearson in the nine hole and with Travinsky catching. Um, And I think after what I watched with, the uh, Southern Miss and Tennessee battle, which Southern Miss is is a great team. I'm not knocking Southern Miss by any means, but I think LSU is going to win this game. I really do. I like I like the matchup. They can run out there whoever they want to run out there, whether it's Lindsey or Dolander. Jay Johnson is going to be ready for it. Uh, I think Jay Johnson is one of those guys that is ready for absolutely anything that Tennessee is going to throw out there. Um, I mean, he's going to be ready for Dolander. He's going to be ready for Lindsey. He's going to be ready for Beam. He's going to be ready for Chase Burns if he needs. Like, it's like he's he's going to be ready for it, regardless of what it is. He's going to have an approach. He's going to have a plan. And I'm riding with the Tigers. And I think I think we win our first game in Omaha. And I think we do it by like three runs. Um, okay. In terms of <laughs> the rest of the bracket. Um, I do have Virginia coming out of the other side. Um, but man, I got to I know y'all you were probably at work, Zach, and I got to watch that Oral Roberts game. Yeah. Man. I watched bits and pieces of it, but I was at work, so not as much as y'all got to. I mean, Oral Roberts is the third four seed to make it to Omaha. And man, when it, they went down five to two, it just felt like okay, he's got it. You know, this is it. But golly, it's just like the most Omaha thing ever <laughs> for the four seed Oral Roberts in the top of the ninth game one of Omaha to put up four runs, and the freaking nine hole hitter hits a three run home run to take the lead in the top of the ninth. Going yeah, down five to two, going to the ninth, like just an incredible game one. I, I, as soon as that game was over, I was like, "Man, I'm so 
I'm so stinking ready for LSU to play. Uh, I like it was a really good it, game. It is so Both much more games. fun. You said what? I said it was a really good game. Both these games have been good. Yeah, both the games have been very solid. But, I, I mean, after I watched that, I was just like, man, this makes it so much more entertaining to watch this when LSU is involved uh, because all of it matters in, pertain, in, in pertaining to LSU because, obviously, even the other bracket, you know, you're if LSU wins through their bracket, it, you know, whoever's playing on the other side matters because you're a matchup with them in the championship game uh, series. So, yeah, his 12th run, uh, 12th home run, Robert, of the season in the nine hole was just awesome. Uh, and, and it was just like when TCU had punched the Oral Roberts in the mouth, Oral Roberts responded. I mean, they opened up the scoring. Oral Roberts responds with a two-run home run. You know, they blow the game open in the bottom of the eighth. Seems like it's over. And they respond with a four spot. And they're, you know, they're – closer their number one guy uh to close games out comes in and he's struggling that game with Oral Roberts just got me even more excited about Omaha in general um because I was like man this is what happens in Omaha things like this is what's supposed to happen the four seed game one ninth inning down three runs and they put up four like it's just text like 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 storybook stuff happens at Omaha every year but I have Virginia winning this side of the bracket. So Virginia dominated Duke those next two games, and I was very impressed with them. And that's why I have, um, that's why I have Virginia w- winning that bracket. Um, I see, I see Robert's comment there. It says reminds him of Coastal Carolina. Maybe so, Zach. I mean, a little reminiscent of that. Yeah, I, I, that could be. That could be a thing. Virginia now uh, in the bottom seventh, they have one out. There's a guy on. Looks like they might be making a pitch and change. Um, so this has been a really good game, Reagan. But um, so you're picking Virginia to come out. I don't. I don't know what I missed, Reagan. But do you think LSU? Do you think LSU wins it? And gets out. Like wins our bracket. Yeah. I, actually, I do, and that's kind of what we need to talk about because we. This is one game we haven't talked about yet is Wake Forest and Stanford. Okay. So give me your take on that game and, and what you think about that game uh, and moving forward, and then I'll give you mine. I got to be honest, in the back of my mind, for some reason, I've been thinking Stanford. I don't know why. I don't know why. And I haven't said that until now. Uh, like, I haven't said that anywhere. I haven't said that in our text threads, you know, our group messages or whatever. I haven't said that in any LSU Tigers – group message on Twitter, haven't posted it, like, haven't said that. But for some reason, in the back of my head, I'm, I'm like, like, everybody's, like, we've all been assuming, oh, it's going to be LSU, it's going to be LSU and Wake. It's going to be LSU and Wake. Like, we're, we're preparing for that collision course. What if it's not, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, obviously, LSU can lose, right? And obviously, Wake Forest can lose. Like, a lot of LSU fans, they've been preparing, you know, for Wake Forest. Well, we got to get past game one, and so does Wake Forest. Yeah. Um, and I really like what what Stanford has. They're really good on the mound. So is Wake Forest. I, I mean, I think it's going to be a low scoring game between both of those teams. Um, I think you're going to have some low scoring games tomorrow. You know, LSU might be a 
three to two, five to three, five to four, you know, type ball game. And it could be the same with the Wake Forest game. Uh, I mean, a lot of this game t- tonight that we're seeing between Virginia and Florida has been a pitcher's duel until these later innings, uh, till, until Virginia kind of broke through finally there in the seventh. So um, I'm interested to see what happens after today's games and tomorrow's games because obviously you're getting, you know, the best pitchers. Uh, so I think we'll see a little bit more offense. I was listening to uh, Musso at the box, and he's been very adamant that he feels like this College World Series is going to be a lot more offensive. Um, and I think I agree with him. I think we're going to see a lot more offensive games. I mean, the first game, you know, was six to five, so a little bit more offense in that one. This game, not as much. It's still going on, so we'll see what happens in the latter innings. Um, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Who knows? I'm expecting some low-scoring games. Uh, with not many runs, but it may be the opposite. You know, I don't know. So I'm very interested to see both those matchups. I'm definitely going to be watching the game tomorrow uh, when it's on. Uh, and uh, talking about Wake Forest and Stanford, definitely watching that game because obviously I want to know if we win, who we would be facing. Um, so it's it's going to be very interesting these next couple of days, the, the rest of the, tonight and tomorrow, um, to see how things play out. Yeah, no question. And and I, I got to agree with you. I like I'm curious about the Stanford Wake Forest game and I am not marking Wake Forest in the winners bracket by any stretch of the imagination. Um Robert called him Mr. Bionic Arm. For real. And, yeah, if you throw Quinn Matthews out there, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, good shot. And they're, they're probably going to throw Lowry. I would assume they're going to throw Lowry. You probably yeah. throw Quinn Matthews. That's going to be a yeah, really good guy. Game. Look, Wake Forest is deep in pitching. Uh, one, their one, two, three is really solid. But I, if Stanford runs him out there, I, I think it's going to be an incredible matchup between those two. Um, and I would not be surprised in the least if Stanford comes into the winners bracket. Um, Wake Forest does have some gaps in their lineup. Um, now they have some guys that can crank the ball. There's no question about it. Like no doubt about it. Uh, it's a deep lineup, but if you get to the latter part of their lineup and you've held their big guns in check, they have some gaps. You can, you know, in their holes in their lineup, it's not really one through three. Uh, I mean, one through one through three, one through nine. Sorry. Um, so if Quinn can hold down those those big bats like their third baseman Wilkins and uh, some of the, I'm trying to remember the other guy's name, but they have you know several guys double digit homers just like LSU. Um, but if they they you get to the latter part of their lineup, you know they have holes, and so I, you know if you're throwing Quinn out there, I, I'm not writing Stanford off by any means. Now look. You know, six days ago, the dude threw 156 pitches. I, I don't, I haven't kept up with Stanford's pitching and their rest and how they operate, honestly, at all. So yeah. I don't know if Quinn Matthews can go on a six day rest after pitching up 156 pitches. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I have no clue if he's good to go for tomorrow. So uh, that's something I'll be interested to see is, is if he is available. And if he is, like, dude is definitely like a rubber bionic arm because that is 
like six days after doing 156 pitches, I feel like you need a full seven days or more after 156 pitches. But that just may be how he is. I mean, I haven't kept up with Stanford and him like that that much to to know. So maybe some of y'all will know better than I do. But Florida just doubled. Uh, so now they have guys at second and third with one out. Threatening in the bottom of seventh already. Not surprised. Yeah, Not surprised. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about Cade Curlin, too. There's freshman second baseman who has 16 home runs. So, Reagan, <laughs> we need to get more in-depth with the LSU and Tennessee game. Kind yeah, of no doubt. Just a little no bit. Um, I fully expect to see the exact same lineup rolled out as we have seen this entire postseason. Uh, it's worked for you. Why, why try to fix it right now, right? Uh, so, you know, I fully expect the same exact lineup, same exact order. Um, Skeens is going to be on the mound. As we mentioned, looks like it's going to be uh, Andrew Lindsay that they'll go head-to-head. How do you see this this game shake out, Reagan? I know you said you feel like LSU was going to win by a couple of runs, but let's get more into uh, what LSU needs to do uh, in order to have success tomorrow night and come out with a win. Uh, ground ball. Gets one in. It's going to be four to two. Two outs. Guy on second now for Florida. Uh, so they inch a little bit closer to Virginia. So Reagan, why don't you go ahead and give us your tools for success? Your TA. T- yeah. Earlier today, I was trying to think. You know, we have TA tools for success, and I was like, you know, we need to do like like another T word uh, instead of success. I, I, but I'm like, what would work well? TA so so uh, listeners, viewers, if you're in here, you know, we do our TA White Lang- Langford up the bat. By the way. TA tools for success, you know, what the LSU Tigers have to do to to win the game, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, whoever. Um, we do TA tools for success. But I would like to maybe do a little bit better uh, play on words there. So if y'all think of uh, a better word than success at the end, a, a T word specifically, uh, TA tools for I don't know. total domination. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ground uh, ball. Oh, he bobbled it. First and third now. He dropped it on the Two exchange outs. there. Yep. Tried to. Oh, and there's the there's the there's the guy. There's the LSU guy. The guy's always getting the hype, the crowd hype. He was in the oh. crowd, right? <laughs> so yep. um to be a little bit more in-depth, Zach, here's why I think that um LSU's gonna win by several runs. Tennessee's success as of late has to do a lot with their pitching. Um, it, it's not like their offense is just blow you away. Um, like their offense is not what it was the last few years with Drew Gilbert and Jordan Beck and, and, and Ellipsis, their first baseman, and, and all those guys. Um, it, it's just not what it was. The success that they've had later in the season has to do exactly with what you said earlier with the way they have switched up their pitching. They have held um, a lot of teams offensively in check, and they've scored enough runs to win games. You know, there's no doubt at times they can put up a bunch of runs. But as of late, you know, it's like Denton and Blake Burke. and Like, those are their big guns offensively, especially Denton as of late. He's come on strong. Yeah, he's been real good. Um, and has been on fire at the plate offensively. Um, but, oh, and I'm, I'm missing one. Uh, Jared, I think it's Jared Dickey. Uh, those are their three best offensive guys. 
with Blake Burke probably being their biggest home run threat. But as a whole team, their offense isn't the best. Like Ahuna hasn't, I think, turned out to be who they wanted him to be offensively. Christian Moore is a solid bat, but he's he's been, you know, he's been pretty good though. He's been pretty good. Oh, sure, too. sure, sure. But he's but he's not Jared Dickey or Blake Burke or Zane Denton right now. Yeah. And I'm forgetting their their uh, I'm forgetting their right fielder. Like I think his name's like Christian Scott or something like that. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is is Against Paul Skeens, their offense does not scare me that much at all. Um, and I think LSU's um, offense is good enough to put up plenty of runs to match what Paul Skeens is doing on the mound. Um, and, and or, or at least stay with them. I mean, even if, he, if Paul Skeens allows – one or two, I definitely think the way our offense has been clicking lately that LSU can handle a one-two run game with Paul Skeens on the mound, and that's why I think we're going to win. I think we're going to get to, um, I think we're going to get to their bullpen a lot faster than they're going to get to ours, and I think we can put up a couple runs on Lindsey, on Andrew Lindsey, and chase him maybe in the fifth, sixth. Um, then it's going to bode really well for LSU. For sure. Uh, once we get to the bullpen, their bullpen is not bad. Don't you know? Let me make that clear. You know, especially if they go to like Chase Burns, it's not like they're just handing over. It's like okay, we're in their bullpen. Let's roll now. Um, but I think overall, in terms of who we're running out there, if it is Skeens, their offense against Skeens, I like that chance a lot better than. Uh, they're all uh, or uh, our, our offense, offense against, against Lindsay. Lindsay, correct. Uh, our, our offense against Lindsay is going to do a lot more damage than their offense against Skeens. Um, because our offense is way better than their offense, in my opinion. Uh, from what I've seen, it's our, ours is a lot more firepower and a lot more consistency. Um, and I guarantee you, <laughs> well, I know. Andrew Lindsay ain't Paul Skeens is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I think LSU is going to be fine in this game. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to me what happens in the second game. That's when I'm going to start kind of really being worried about yeah. like potentially losing. Look, look, we can lose tomorrow. There's no question about that. I mean, Paul Skeens has had off days, like when he, which I don't even know if this is considered an off day. He still had 13 strikeouts, but against Kentucky, he allowed. Uh, and Arkansas and hit five SEC runs. Tournament. And Arkansas um, in the SEC tournament, he he gave like he they he got they chased him in the fourth inning. He had like eighty something pitches in the fourth inning. They ran his pitch count up. Yeah. So there's days when he's off. But if Paul Ske- if Paul Skeens does what Paul Skeens normally does, then oh I I know you saw that comment. Uh-huh. If Paul Skeens does what what he normally does, like if if Paul Skeens is Paul Skeens, I think we're gonna win. And I think Paul Skeens is going to be Paul Skeens because I think he is locked in right now more than he ever has been. Yeah, he is very I mean, locked in right now. I think he um, is locked. And he's also just one of those guys where, like, the stage never gets to him, right? Yeah, like, like, nothing phases him, right? I mean, he may have an off day, but it's not because 
it's some it's an emotion he's dealing with. It might be yeah. just because he's just struggling to locate or whatever. Or, or the um, or or they're just you know or they're, they're just barreling balls they, up. Yeah, their plate approaches as well. Yeah, correct. Um, so those are really good points, Reagan. Um, so for me, I think we could potentially see a game like the first game of the regional against Tulane where you know Skeens is probably going to limit them um, to one, two runs maybe. I'm not saying that for sure, right, because, again, uh, anything can happen. It's baseball. Skeens could have, you know, worst-case scenario, Skeens could go out there and he could have the worst outing of the season, right, sure. of, of sure. the season. It's very it's very possible. I'm not saying it's likely, but it's possible. Um, he could go out there and have the worst game of, of his season, and LSU get beat. But yeah. most likely, you know, Paul Skeens is going to limit them to, you know, zero, zero to three runs at the most, probably. Yeah. So you have to manufacture enough runs to cover that, right? And so I think we might see what a little bit of what we saw against Tulane where you just do what is necessary to score runs. By the way – Florida has loaded the bases now, still two outs, uh, nowhere to put them. Um, so they have scored one. They have scored one. It's four you to must two. be ahead of me. It's four no, to two? It's, it's, yeah, it's already four to two. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did I say four to one? Yeah, it's four to two. Um, so we'll see what happens here. Um, I, okay, we got to get these comments, Reagan. <laughs> I, I saw uh, that one pop up. Yeah, so – we had some good ones in here, okay? Uh, Peyton said, tools to traumatize. I like that one. I like that one, too. Like, <laughs> TA tools to traumatize the opponent. I like that one. I like this one, too, also by Bayou Bengal. Uh, TA tools to terrorize the opponent. But I I think we have a winner. I think ding, 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 ding. Dang. Give me applause. TA ding, 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 ding. That is the one. Okay, that is a boy. Ding, 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 ding. We, uh, I like that one. I think that might be the new, our new saying, right? Uh, by the way, y'all, y'all, we got, we got a good crowd here tonight. A lot of guys commenting. We appreciate y'all. Hey, y'all send us uh, some questions. TA tools, uh, or excuse me, TA tools for trying. I was about to say, tell me, hashtag tell me, TA. Um, y'all send us some questions in here. Um, Reagan, and I saw this comment mentioned by Tyler. He said we have to play sound defense. I agree. In a game like this where it could be very low scoring, um, they, they're going to need to play solid, which they have for, for pretty much all of the postseason. They've relocked in defense. Oh, man, they've been phenomenal. Okay, ground ball straight think, to the pitcher, and they're out of the inning. They get out of the I inning. Think, I think Tommy White had his best weekend defensively against Kentucky in the Super Bowl. Oh, he was great. It was, he was, he was phenomenal. He was great. Uh, Zach, there was any play at third that he made that he where he made a mistake at all this week? So. He made week. he he made great picks. He he his his glove to ball or glove to hand transition was really solid. And then he made sound, quick, accurate throws over to Trey. And of course, Trey's going to clean it up every time. And he took he took um, his time and set his feet, threw over. It's beautiful. Yeah, he played great. I was really proud of him defensively. But, Zach, you know, going back to what you were saying about the two-lane game, you know, that's kind of how LSU's game against Tennessee played earlier in the season when we pitched Paul Skeens. It was a 5-2 to two win. 
you know, Paul Skeens limited their lineup to two runs, and you scored five runs, which is plenty to win when you got Paul Skeens on the mound. Like, like I expect it to be that type of game again. Uh, their their offense is good, but it does it just does not wow me. It just does not wow it's me. Good, not great. Like for Paul Skeens. Like if this is Tennessee's lineup from last year, I'm more worried for Paul Skeens. Yeah. Um. Because Paul Skeens is excellent. There's no question about that. But that team last year, holy crap! Like they their offense was elite, and. The yeah. fact that they did not make it to Omaha is still crazy to me. That Notre Dame beat them to go to Omaha is just insane to me. That is that is one of the best teams college baseball has seen in a long time, and they did not make it to, base, to Omaha. They were no question the most talented team last year. Yeah, it's it's crazy that that, that team didn't make it to Omaha and this team, this Tennessee that, team did. I mean, that just goes to show you how hard it is to get to Omaha. Yeah. Um, but look. They're not last year's team, and really last year's team got gutted. And I think that's why they struggled early at the season, trying to figure out their identity, yeah. you know, figure that out who they are, their roles, their pitchers, and all that. And, look, they're a solid ball club. There's no question about that. They're in, they're in Omaha. They're a great team. But Paul Skeen's on the mound against that offense. I'll take LSU all day. Yeah, and Reagan – so we obviously know what Paul Skeens is going to do. I'm interested to see how the lineup does. Do you, who do you who do would you like to see in the lineup wise have a, have a really good game tomorrow? For me personally, it's Hayden Travinsky. He didn't have a great he didn't have a great um, super. I mean, he did have some hits, but you know we, he didn't get a home run, which it seems like we're used to seeing like every weekend from him. He didn't yeah. have a home run this yeah. past weekend. Kind of feel like he might be due tomorrow night. I would love to see that from Hayden Travinsky. So who for you? Would you like to see uh, make a major impact into uh, tomorrow's game? Well, look, I mean, last weekend, one, two, three was killing it for you. Dylan, Tommy, Trey, they were killing it for you. And then when you follow that up with Travinsky and Beloso and the way they've been playing, I know you just said, you know, Travinsky didn't have his best weekend last weekend. It still wasn't a bad weekend. But, but what Travinsky has yeah. been doing compared to what he's been doing has been insane. So last weekend looked a little off. It was probably more, was like more a, normal. It was more it. like a normal week. You're correct. <laughs> um, but so with that being said, your first six guys, like almost all of them, you expect to get a hit. And then there's Dugas. And Dugas had a great series against Tennessee earlier in the season and has been struggling as of late, uh, you know, kind of near the end of the season. But – has seemed to kind of start to find himself, has hit two balls out in postseason. I want to see him get going. If he gets going and then you have like Joe Bear (laughs) and JT and Pearson, you know, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. It, it, if, if Gavin Dugas gets going like he was early in the season, I mean, dude's got like 14, 15 home runs on the season. If he gets going like he was early in the season, it's, it's going to be trouble for everybody we play. Uh, so for me, I want it to be Gavin Dugas, and the rest of the guys just do what you've been doing. That's a good point. Uh, do you do you think we we see Thatcher Hurd potentially come out if Paul Skeens if you have a lead and Paul Skeens exits? Do you see Thatcher Hurd be that next 
arm out of the pen? Thatcher Hurd? No. Or do you think no, they hold him for potentially game three? I, the only reason I say that is because – I think you got to hold him for game three. I mean, obviously you have Gavin Guidry. Obviously you have Gavin Guidry. And, yeah. you know, you went to him last time. You went to him to finish the Super. But Thatcher Hurd didn't pitch, Right. And so right. he's 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 been um, he's and that's the reason I'm I'm questioning it, is is may, maybe uh-huh. do we see Thatcher Hurd come into close because he didn't get the chance to pitch last weekend or do you think they continue to stick with Gavin Gidry? No, I think you you stick with Gavin Gidry. I mean, if if Paul Skeens gets you into the eighth inning, I would just hand it over to Gidry and let him take you the rest of the way because if you can complete tomorrow's game with a W and all you pitched was Paul Skeens and Gavin Gidry. Uh, I really like that a lot. Um, that bodes really stinking well for LSU if all you pitch tomorrow is Skeens and Gidry. Uh, I would I would be even really – like let's say Skeens can only get you um, six innings and you bring Cooper in for like an inning and a third and then you give the ball to um, Gidry, Gidry to get you the last five outs or he gets you an inning and two-thirds and you give it to Gidry to get you – Four outs like that is ideal. Um, if Paul Skeens gets you like se- seven and two thirds, and you got four outs to go, you're giving the ball to Gidry and saying, you know, win this game. Um, if it's like a three run lead, four outs left to go, and Paul Skeens is on his last leg, like he's you know, 116, I'm giving the ball to Gidry. Um, no question, because if you can finish the, the game with only pitching two, three guys tomorrow, and Skeen's got you into, like, the seventh inning, LSU's going to be – you're in really good shape for the next two games. For sure. Yeah, I mean, something like that. Like, like let's say LSU wins tomorrow and you only pitch Skeen's and Guidry, and then totally hypothetical speaking here. Let's say LSU goes and loses to Wake Forest. Well – that game one is going to become crucial with you only pitching Skeens and Gidry. I mean, that, at that point, it becomes absolutely crucial. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to Thatcher her game one. Um, I, again, I, I am saying this. Whatever Jay decides to do, I'm rocking with it. <laughs> I'm rocking with it. But my, my opinion, my opinion, no, I don't think we th- see, see Thatcher her. If he runs Thatcher Hurt out there, cool. I'm, you know, let's go. But I don't think we do. I don't think. We so do. Reagan, one one more thing, and then we probably need to take a break, and then come back to cover, you know, the recruiting that we need to discuss. Um, obviously, we, me and you will not be able to have a, another show until next Friday. Uh, we're both going to be gone and away uh, at church camp. Uh, obviously, you're director of the church camp, and I'll be heading up right. some things at church camp. Uh. Florida did that. They just hit a homer. Florida just yes. hit a homer. First, first batter of the eighth just hit a homer. It's four to three now. Um, that was big. Bring it within one here in the eighth and ninth. Which, by the way, real quick, I mean, really briefly, that guy right there, that's their catcher, BT Rypel. He's the guy who hit the, the big home runs and Hoover and all that. That guy is not playing professional baseball. He has decided after this season he's done with baseball. And oh, wow. he's going into a a career of finance. Like he has already decided that. I'm like, dude, you right. could definitely you could definitely play professional baseball. Like, <laughs> like 
anyways, I guess he just don't want to. That, that's what if that's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. Yeah, the guy um, who just hit a home run in Omaha has decided so, to do that. So you kind of alluded to it a little bit, Reagan. Um, worst case scenario tomorrow, LSU loses. Is there a path for them to make it out of the losers bracket if they lose game one tomorrow? If we go to losers bracket, I mean, the chances become very thin. Um, so I think how many arms you pitch tomorrow is crucial. Um, if you pitch three arms tomorrow, and let's say one of those arms is Riley Cooper and he did an inning in two thirds, you're I like our chances better. But let's say Skeens has an off day and he only gets you five, and you got to use, let's say, Cooper for two and two thirds and then another guy to come close it like you know then you're not gonna be able to turn around and use cooper the very next day you probably need to give him another day uh to pitch again like like that's the thing that's why that is my tool for success my number one tool for success for lsu's win tomorrow is paul skeens be paul skeens if paul skeens does what paul skeens can do if we see what if we see Paul Skeens like he was against Kentucky and like he was against Tulane, LSU is is probably going to win this game. Um, that's why that is so crucial. Um, I, I think it is. I mean, I feel like that's cliche to say, but if Paul Skeens is Paul Skeens, our success is going to be huge tomorrow. Well, and I'll huge. follow that up. So your your biggest one is TA tool. We got to change it now, Reagan. TA tools for triumph. Yes. Um. So your biggest TA tool for triumph is Paul Skeens be Paul Skeens. So I'll follow yes. up with that. Yes. Because you need Paul Skeens to be Paul Skeens. For me, one of the biggest one of the biggest TA tools for triumph is to manufacture runs. Because most likely he's going to give you uh, a most likely because uh, we've seen it all year just about Paul Skeens going to give you a really good chance uh, to win yes. the ball game. So. You don't have to score a lot of runs. What I what, can they? Of course, obviously, we know what this offense yes. is capable of. Score as many runs as you want, please. Score as many as one <laughs> runs as you want. But in this type of ball game, do you have to? No. So if you're in a tight ball game situation, and Jay Johnson, he's going to be able to assess the situation and, and know what what's happening with his hitters against their pitcher. Yeah. And if yeah. he can tell that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be tough to get runs, you know, that's when you. You gotta turn it on and and start playing small ball because if Paul Skeens is being Paul Skeens, as you have said, is your biggest TA tool for triumph. Yes. Then you're gonna to have to just figure out ways to manufacture runs if they if their guy if Andrew Lindsay is doing the same. Yeah. So, man, I'm really looking forward to the matchup tomorrow. But Reagan, we need to take a quick break. Um, if y'all are in here, go ahead to send us some comments. Uh, send us some questions. Send us hashtag Tell Me TA. Uh, when we come back, we'll we move on from baseball. We will discuss uh, recruiting, the recruiting front, um, and, and a little bit of baseball recruiting as well. Uh, so we'll discuss that right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. 
Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All right, guys, we are back. And Reagan, I guess I'm going to let you all. Uh, and we'll start with baseball since we just kind of got done talking baseball. Um, so let's wrap up talking baseball with you giving us the news. And I, I'm sure as everybody has seen by now, uh, the, the LSU has already gotten a transfer in baseball. Yeah, yeah it was Michael Braswell from, from South Carolina. Kind of surprising, honestly. I I, I mean, I, I just got to be up front and honest. I was not expecting that, like, at all. Like, uh, that came out, of, they came out of nowhere. I mean, the dude entered the transfer portal or announced publicly that he was entering the transfer portal three days ago. I guess it's four now. Um, and committed to LSU yesterday and had already been on a visit. I mean, y'all, Jay Johnson, when it comes to recruiting, is just unreal. He's um, in the middle of Omaha and he gets a transfer commit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had, dude, he had dude on a visit, like pictures, everything. I'm like, man, this dude is. He's on top of it. I mean, he is on. I top mean, it of backs it. up a statement that he made in the in-game interview against Kentucky. Yeah. Hey, every good player in the portal, check this venue out. It ain't <laughs> like this anywhere else. Uh, and he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. He is recruiting all the time. He is on top of it. And look, there, there is some big names now in the portal. Um, guys, you can go and get that can be immediate impacts. Michael Braswell is a great pickup. Here's why. Here's why he's a great pickup. You're going to lose Gavin Dugas, and you're losing JT this year. So you're losing both your middle infielders this year, and you probably don't have guys where you can immediately say, okay, he is immediately our guy to follow up. Jack Merrifield's gone. We'll see what Jack Merrifield's does. So – like the only guy that you say maybe he could be the guy you like, okay, he's it next is Gavin Gidry. Maybe. Um, that, and, and that's a maybe because of what he's been doing on the mound. Um, and I could definitely see a role where he's second baseman or shortstop and he can come close a game every now and then. Yeah. Uh, because guys, I mean, what, what Gidry has been doing and showing you in the closer role is special. Um, so I, I don't think that's going to stop. And he's already told you publicly in an interview. Uh, in recent days, that in the fall he's going to be practicing at shortstop. Um, but you're losing your starting infielders, this middle two middle infielders, and so you need guys that are going to be solid defensively. And Michael Braswell is an elite defender. Um, his entire season, guys, the entire season, Braswell has only committed four errors, four elite defensive guy. Um, the bat has not quite translated yet. He had better numbers his freshman year than he did this year, but I'm not too worried about it because Jay has improved several guys hitting uh, in his tenure, two-year tenure at LSU. I mean, Malazzo uh, is one I like to point to a lot who was about a surefire out as anything, um, anytime you come to the plate. And, you know, I know he hasn't been playing as of late because of how on fire Travinsky has been. But when he was yeah. in the lineup, I mean, he wasn't an automatic out anymore, and he was producing. Um, so Jay, Jay, and I think Braswell has the talent uh, to do it, and I think Jay has the mind to adjust his swing and 
work on him with his mechanics in the box to improve his bat a lot. Um, so Michael Braswell, I think, is a great pickup for the Tigers just for the sole fact that you're going to lose your two middle, field, two middle infield starters, shortstop, second base, and you need a guy like that to start coming in and looking, okay, can he start? Can he be a role player? You know, like that. And, and I don't know. I honestly don't know Napolt where he is at in his eligibility. Obviously, Napolt is another guy who is elite defender, elite yeah. defender, but his offense isn't quite there. So, Michael Braswell, I think, is a great pickup because you're going to need that. Here are some names that really are piquing interest um, for me that are definitely on my wish list. Two guys in particular, position players. Yeah. They, by the way, there's pitcher wise, there's a lot of pitchers <laughs> that, that you can go out and find in this portal. Lots of good pitchers. Uh, there's there's uh, more than two. I think there's about three or four pitchers in the portal this year that had like a hundred plus strikeouts. Like so, there's there's some good pitchers in this in this portal. Um. So in terms of uh, names that are on my wish list right now that are recent ads is Clemson, Billy Ahmet, um, or Ahmick, sorry, not Ahmet. Billy Ahmick is a Clemson first-team All-American infielder who is now in the portal. This season at Clemson batted 413 and 13 home runs. And I, it, I may be misquoting this, but I know it's in the 60s, but I think I remember it being 67 RBIs. Huge name in the portal, Billy Amick, um, immediate impact player uh, on any team he goes to, number one. Number two, Colby Shelton is yep. transferring from Alabama. Their freshman phenom, who this year at third base was a solid third baseman, Batted 299. So, as a true freshman in the SEC, batted 299 and 25 homers on the year for Colby Shelton. And he is in the portal. He gives you a lot of years of eligibility left, and 25 home runs is awesome for and a true freshman. And he, can play, and he could play infield. And he can play your infield. He could probably be your second baseman. Uh, you know, Billy. Amick, I, I can't remember where he played at Clemson. I'm drawing a blank, but he's a guy you could probably, from what I've looked at, you can probably work him maybe in the outfield a little bit, like right field. Um, if Joe Bear doesn't stay, which I expect Joe Bear too, or a guy who could possibly be like your first baseman next year. Um, obviously, Jay has to go out there and get him. These are just names that are in the portal, but those are two names that are on my wish list right now. Um, I'm going to me right now. And Billy also blank. The guy from Wichita State. Yeah, I can't remember his name either. You're talking about the pitcher? No. Um, he was positioned there. I'm trying to find him now. Kendall Rogers big on him. There is a pitcher from Wichita State that's really good that's in the portal right now, and I can't remember his name, but he's he's a hot pitcher in the portal right now, the dude from Wichita State. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to have to go uh, look at Kendall Rogers' uh, latest 
uh, transfer portal additions. I've subscribed to his thing so I can keep up with the transfer. I was about to say, uh, you you must be subscribed to be able to check in on it. Yeah. By the way, uh, Virginia just tacked on a run. uh, With a triple. triple. Awesome. They kind of got back back that home run from earlier. Yep. Five to three in the ninth. Good deal. Uh, I'm going to address this comment real quick before we move on to football. Uh, Robert said, tell me, T.A., have you all heard anything on pitching coach? I heard rumors, but that's it. I've only heard Nate Yeski, and I know they're interested in the Wake Forest uh, pitching coach as well. But that's really all I've heard, Reagan. I don't know if you've heard anything different. Uh, I, I, all I've heard is Nate Yeski, and I'm trying to remember the other guy's name. I'm drawing a blank. But I, I think Nate Yeski is the guy to go get, honestly. Incredible pitching coach and has history with Jay Johnson, Arizona. Yeah, has coached um, I, I would – fully be on board with getting Nate Yeski. Um, he would be my guy to go to. Uh, the ball is flying. All the yeah, we've seen a lot more home runs uh, in these past couple of years. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, Carl, I heard this. I listened to this on, on uh, Musso at the Box with Matt Musso. He mentioned it, and I have to agree with him. He, he feels like it's going to be a lot more offensive year this year. Um and I have to agree with him. I think I think we're gonna see a lot more offense. I think we're gonna see a lot more home runs get out the park. Um, I would love to see that happen a lot with with dad or dad with with LSU. Hey Simon, do me a favor, go get dad. Tell him to come up here. Uh, we are gonna bring Papa Lee uh, Anders, uh, senior pasta, as 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 uh, Blake likes to put. We're gonna bring him up here. It is Father's Day. I want to get him on the show. Uh, just to oh my goodness, tie ball game, another home run. Did I miss it? Did I miss it? I must have missed it. Hold on, let's see. I must have missed it. Robert said tie game, home run, another home run. I must be a little bit behind. Reagan, I don't know if you've missed it, bud, but uh, Florida just hit back to back jacks to tie it up. I did. Uh, just see that as I was walking back through, and uh, my green screen's all off now. I knocked it over. <laughs> uh, so, Reagan, we are currently bringing up uh, Papa Lee, past the senior. That is Father's Day. So, us from Tigers Avenue and all of our viewers want to wish you a happy, happy Father's Day. Yeah. So, Reagan, uh, why? Thank you very much. I had, you know, I got some TA apparel, obviously. Um, for you and I got dad some tea. Dad, you're not done. Come back. Come back. Well, you just <laughs> dad some TA apparel as well. I got him a okay, room, okay. But it, it has to come in. It's not. It's not clothing though. It's it's Father's Day, and tomorrow the LSU Tigers play. We want to get your prediction for the LSU Tigers game versus the Tennessee Volunteers tomorrow night. Uh, since it is Father's Day, we want to. We want to bring on the show and get your get your thoughts. I predict pain. <laughs> I knew that was coming. For what team? For ugly, ashes, nasty, orange, who in their right mind picks that color for their team. I mean, who? 
that that's nasty. It's the, <laughs> beside Mississippi State, it's the ugliest team's color in the history of mankind. <laughs> I mean, even back in the time of the gladiators. Oh boy. Gladiators boy, we rejected orange. Boy, they boy. always they did. Yeah, they always chose purple and gold. Gladiators. Go look it up. Olympians okay. of old. You got some uh, some knowledge there from uh, Papa. So I, I predict LSU to win um, seven to four. Okay, like so it. me and Reagan will not be having a show until next Friday, obviously with us going to camp. Um, who do you think makes it out of both brackets? Does LSU make it out of the bracket and get to the College World Series final? Hmm. Who do you think makes it out on the other end? As you know, Florida, Virginia, right now playing. They're on Florida's the other end. To win it. Um, and as you know, Oral Roberts and uh, TCU played earlier today. Personally, with Oral I believe. Base is loaded for Florida, one out. Yeah, this game's over. Um, personally, I believe, and I told Brandon and Randy this today or yesterday, that Florida will um, win that regional win that bracket rather. And I think that LSU or Wake Forest will come out of the other bracket. Okay. Okay. And I think um hey, it might be it might be LSU if our pitching holds up. It might be LSU. Could be. Because you know, have you seen how ugly the Wake Forest kids are? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean if I was their mama, I would be ashamed. Lord of mercy. <laughs> but, I mean, so they got to win at something because it ain't look. <laughs> they, might, they might win, you know, at baseball. But Well, they, they need something to cheer for. Poor things. So, yeah. I mean, I'm look sure. at our players. We got the most handsome players oh. and the most talented players in Pause. the United States of America. Oh wow! Okay, I mean, they're good looking. They're talented. Why shouldn't we win? <laughs> All right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Father, Ladies for and gentlemen, your, pass your, your wisdom. Pass, pass a senior. No, All series in seven to four. Tigers tomorrow. We go to the winners bracket. We're probably going to be facing. Who knows? Wake Forest may lose. That's right. We've been talking about it on the show tonight. You know, Stanford's pretty just, good. Tennessee just. Out, you know, last year when everybody thought they were going to win it, they that's didn't. right, that's right. We'll yep. see. I goes. We right. pre appreciate that. Had Father's Day. Got to play the game. You got to play the game. You got to play the game. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think that about wraps up the show. We've gone a little long yes. here, but good news. Good news to end the show here, Reagan. Tomorrow morning, we will be releasing the Elsie. Yes. And you might, and you're going to get hype. You're going to get to see a little preview, Reagan, obviously, you know, when we, when we hang up the show. So, sorry, Absolutely. guys. Sorry, sorry, listeners and viewers. You have to wait until tomorrow morning. But, <laughs> um, Reagan, you'll get to watch it here after the show. So, let's go. Let's, let's go. go ahead and let's wrap it up here. We're going to take one last break, and then when we come back, we will wrap up the show. Make sure you go, make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on 
the show, and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. It's been a great show, guys. Looking forward to Omaha and how it's going to play out. Really glad the Tigers are playing in it. I, I'm just super excited about that, uh, the fact that we just made it, period. Um, hopefully we'll win it all, and this season will be a season to remember forever. Um, and there's a good ball game going on right now, so when we end this show, you all can uh, go and watch how this plays out between Florida and Virginia. Appreciate all your comments and your input. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. And we'll catch you next time, probably next Friday, after we get done with our camp uh, this coming up week to recap what has happened in Omaha. We'll see you next time then in Tigers Avenue. So here, take us out. Peace.